Welcome to the Build and Banter podcast, the show that's about conversations on products, startups, and user engagement on the African continent. I am your host, Calvin Oshira. Being on a special guest, every guest here is special, <laughs> and we're driving and to the journey of actually building great products, right? So we're going to talk with someone super experienced on the development sites and how you actually build great products based on the different stage of your company growth. We'll discuss what's exciting about African tech and also what to look out for as you're laying the foundations of getting your tech startup started, getting rolling on. It gets better as it goes along, so be sure not to miss out on any of the details, right? Uh, Simeon O. I like calling him O because the other name is a mouthful, but I'll try today. So Olu Fotebi. Uh, he will tell me if it's correct. <laughs> He's a product guy. Close no. enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously, he loves product. He loves educating and building, hence making this a great chemistry for the show today, since it's more focused on how do you actually build great products. Right. Um, currently working as a full stack developer at Booking. He's also involved and also in the founding team of one of the continent's most exciting fintech companies, Anchor, that is on course of to disrupting banking as we know today. Today is going to share with us his experiences, the ups and downs, why he chose to do technology. Has it been worth it? Right. His learnings on the two needbits he's learned so far as he grows into his own career. So Please, you're very welcome to join in this conversation. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be insightful. Simeon, welcome to the Build and Banter podcast. Yeah, thanks, Kelvin. <laughs> yeah, great, it's great to be here. I've been wanting to put. I've been wanting you to come to this. Show. Yeah, we talk so much, and I'm like, nah, man, this conversations have to be on a podcast one. And here we are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, Simeon. So, um, could you guys like let's get started at the very beginning for you? So. Yeah. With Simon, how did this all start for you, right? Um, I know I can't spell all your names, but I know you have <laughs> you have some funding. So how did this all start for you, basically? So tell us yeah. your background in, in whichever simple way you can. Yeah. So yeah, I'm Simeon. Uh, name of my passport is Beke Lulua Oluwato Oluwatabi. I'm from Nigeria. <laughs> so just a simple Yoruba boy. And um, I currently uh, I'm on the founding team at Anchor, where we are building a banking as a service platform. So check us out, getanchor.co, you find find out about the company. And I also work for Booking.com as a full stack developer, and I am currently based in Amsterdam. Uh, yeah. The Siemens. So that's, yeah, that sounds like a lot, man. So yeah. you are studying. Yeah. Startup, you're yes. doing booking. No, let's say, let, let's say I don't have I don't have a free time. <laughs> you don't have free time. <laughs> I don't have free time. But yeah, I, I also try to like you know. Uh, so now I started playing padel and uh, I started bouldering and going to the gym as well. So just to keep, you know, my, you lift metal too. I see you. <laughs> yeah, I do, bro. <laughs> uh-huh. I do. So and the aim is just to make yeah make the most of my time. Okay. Okay. So Simon, yeah. here I know 
right now it looks like Osimhen has always been good at this, right? So uh, I'd like us to get a bit back on how you've grown yourself to this position where you are actually working on very exciting yeah. things and you're working in exciting companies. Yeah. So could you kind of like tell us the background of how you actually got in the world of tech, right? How did it yeah. all begin for you? Were you always, were you those people, your parent handed you a laptop and you just got into it? Or what, what was that journey for you, basically? So fun part, my dad did hand me a laptop as a kid, but I was just playing games. Prince of Persia uh, <laughs> and watching a lot of movies and anime <laughs> that was all i did uh-huh. the turning point really was uh in my at the end of my university so i did a, a programming course in my second year at fortran a language nobody has heard of fortran I've never seven. Of <laughs> yeah. yeah and it was really intriguing because it was the first time i learned to you know communicate with the computer but i did yeah. it in my second year and it was like oh fine and done um, in my final year of university, two weeks before my convocation, I found out that I did not pass one course. And it was quantum Simon, just, just to give context, what did you do in university? Like, yeah, so what I studied you... physics physics with electronics. Ah, oh, smart, smart man, I see. You're yeah. still doing something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I was. You know, I was really good with with discrete physics uh-huh. and then in the university i wasn't prepared for you know the uh, like the continuums and like the calculus and quantum which mm. is why i did have an extra year <laughs> but i had just one course and a lot of free time uh-huh. and um i like to connect what i learn with what i do uh-huh. and the challenge with electronics was that I couldn't etch boards. I couldn't really put to use a lot of things that I was studying. Mm. So in that last year, I I was studying quantum quantum physics again. I was talking about the quantum realm. I can't see it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really thinking, uh, with the skills that I have, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And I already knew Fortran and the web was becoming a thing. So I started studying web development. So just reading books and... Wait, yeah, it was... so did you did you like go to Code Academy or was it how did you Code Academy like... didn't exist? <laughs> <laughs> so so wait, how did you do it then? How did you do that? <laughs> so how, how was it? I read books, bro. You read books. I had like, books. <laughs> like it was books. A lot of ebooks and you know, it was like just PDFs and it's like at first these just like just books. Uh-huh. And I did a lot of Python programming as well. Uh, yeah. And just to say, I felt like a like really dumb at the start, you know? For so, a yeah, long so time. This, I went together. Like, how did you start getting... Because, you know, when you're studying something new, it's like riding a bike, you really feel like shitty, right? So what do you point you're like, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe I might be getting good at this. Like, what, what, what was that point for you? Like, maybe I might be getting good at this. Because most people quit. I quit. I remember yeah. I, I was like, man, programming you. It's all, it's all. Peace out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, if, if I'm being honest, it was when I worked with Mark Asian at Hotels.ng. Mm-hmm. So, it was a couple of months later, maybe a year and a half, mm-hmm. after I started studying the books. And I got to work with Mark and it was a real product, you know. People were using it. People were booking hotels in Nigeria. And contributing to that made me feel like oh you know i am doing this 
Oh. For, so for me, that was a, a, a turning point. So did Mark Sin has a very interesting internship program, actually. He's been very active in that, even before Google, right, in terms of bringing developers yeah. into his company. So are you part of that process in that regard? Uh, this was pre that again. I'm pre a lot of things, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. So this was pre that you just basically joined Hotel yeah. NG and you started your career yeah. there. And so, what happens after Hotels NG? Is that when you moved to Ghana, or how did that go? Indeed, I I ended up not staying too long at the hotels. Mm-hmm. I was there for six months, but it felt like a lifetime because Mark is just like you know, open. Just do what you want, as much as you want. So I was. Uh, yeah, in a lot of refactoring, uh, um, building new features, hiring as well. Um, no. So I really, I was all in, bro. Um, <laughs> so, so, but uh-huh. yeah, yeah. But I was uh, so also working with Mark. It's is really super good with the business side, but mm. he's also really technical. So then I was all thinking to myself, I want to grow as a person. Maybe someday lead a company of my own. Then, and did you try it? <laughs> which is why I went to Mest, where I met you. <laughs> okay. Yes. So yeah. going, to, going to Mest was like, oh, can I maybe grow some business skills? Mm. And yeah, so that's why I took the leap. And it was pretty early in my career because I'd only been at hotels for six months, but I already put in the work before that. So I had been, yeah, doing projects on the side. So by that mm. point, it was almost two years. Um, yeah, um, in software development, so uh, going to Mest was okay. How do I grow my knowledge as a business person? Okay, so because I, I do remember you wanting to exert yourself in terms of business a lot, and how was that experience for you studying businesses? Is that how different was it from building products? Like you just being behind a laptop and you talking to real people, right? How how different was that experience for you? Honestly, it was a bit challenging, uh, especially because, you know, we had the opportunities to do like the market research and go talk to people and figure out what to build. Mm-hmm. It's very easy when you know what to build, figuring out what to do. <laughs> it's a whole other level. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, it, it's, it's totally different because, which is something that like I'll also talk about, uh, which is something that I kept learning. How do we arrive at what do we build? That's that's, and... that's quite interesting. Um, so because the main the main goal of actually talking to you is because when I look at your experience, because I, I know you a bit more deeply than the listeners, right? So you started at Hotels NG, then you started a startup at Mest, right? Um, that that didn't go. You will explain to us what happened there, right? But it didn't go as well. But I, I was just thinking, like you have had that experience in terms of. Uh, from the idea stage to the growth stage like hotels ng to the mature stage like booking right do you understand that so which which part because you've had all those experiences which was most exciting for you like at what point of your career were you like oh my god this is i can't i can't hold my breath but this is so exciting it's taking all my energy but this is really good what part did you enjoy most so I think it depends on which Simeon that we are, we, we are talking to. Because mm. if we were talking to Simeon at the time when I went to Mest, Mest was the most exciting thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and the semen that went to booking, it was the most exciting thing. And the uh, semen that is walking on anchor, it was the most exciting thing uh-huh. because uh, that we are growing as as people, and also depending on the phase of life or like the time of life. Uh, uh, I, so I I I really think about what do I want to do next, or what do I want to push myself through next, and that mm-hmm. is how I end up in uh, in those situations. That's that's quite an interesting thing of looking at um not comparing like something is best or not, just taking it as hey, this is the moment and we're taking like really our best versions into that. That's interesting because yeah. we try and compare different aspects of our lives. Like say, oh, ten years ago, man, Nigeria was the best. I wish I was ten years ago. Yeah. And you should be saying Nigeria is really exciting right now. So I think that that's quite yeah. an interesting way of looking at it. So um I want to, before I get into the questions on products, could you just give us an example? Of, uh, first of all, tell us about what you're doing at Anchor, what you guys are trying to disrupt, and what's your role in that? And also, in a way, since you are also at Booking, right? Tell us a bit about that and the experience. And then, basically, we kind of get an answer of how your day-to-day life is like right now. Yeah. So, the world is changing. Mm-hmm. Lots of companies uh, that, are, that are traditionally financial companies are becoming financial companies. Mm-hmm. You People are beginning to get loans from businesses that are not banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so finance, financial institutions in some way is becoming decentralized. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, this is, this decentralization means that Companies that were not traditional financial companies are offering financial services. Mm-hmm. And at Anchor, we want to make that easy. So oh. on the infrastructure level. So you want to offer bank accounts to your customers. Well, let us figure out where the bank accounts will sit. Mm-hmm. You know, let us figure out how to get you the cards. You just provide your service. So everything below, we take care of it. And oh. that's the, the vision. Oh, that's, that's yeah. very interesting. You, so you're talking about either startups or is it traditional businesses that are trying to uh, convert into fintech companies or trying to build a fintech arm? Is that what you're talking about or both of them? Both indeed, because just talking about the, the continuum again, because mm-hmm. you look at now and you look at the future. So we have big companies now, but we don't know what the big companies in Africa will be in 10 years, in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So we have the capabilities to work with uh, the biggest uh, um, companies in the world. If you look at our YC pitch, I'm not sure if that's publicly available. You will see some companies named on the deck. Mm-hmm. But we're also uh, making sure that uh, the developer experience that our tooling helps startups you know, move quickly. Uh, so if on Lehman's language, right? So if let's say I was the CEO of a major major company, right? Um, probably making, okay, I, I would classify, you know how Africa has top 1,000 top companies, yeah. right? So let's say I'm one of those, right? And I'm not a bank because banks yeah. are usually there. Um, and I wanted to, oh, I might be a bank, right? But I haven't gotten into Finter. So if I come to you guys, um, basically you provide the backend, the tech infrastructure, 
to convert me to a fintech solution? Or what, what is it exactly? In terms, if I had to explain this to someone who probably didn't understand any technical situation, is it, I come to you and I say, hey, look, I'm trying to build a fintech financial technology solution for my business, right? And yeah. you basically provide the backend for this and I just set it up. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, indeed, like if you look at what you would need to do today, mm -hmm. you would need to go talk to a bank partner mm. and um, be like, oh, our bank accounts are going to sit with you. Uh, then you're going to have a list of, of requirements that you need to... the license, yeah? Yeah. Uh -huh. Then you have a list of requirements that you need to you know, go through before you can safely integrate with the banking system. Mm. Then it takes you some time. Oh, maybe you don't even have the like uh, the employees for that because mm. you are not. A, then you need to hire. Then you mm. need to figure out do we hire the right people. So we take out all of that, and oh. uh, you still get connected to the bank, but in like this. Because oh, okay. we've done all the pre work. Oh, you've done all the pre work for that. Wow, that's, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Never thought about it. So, which countries are you currently on in Africa in regards to what you guys are doing? Where have you launched? Are you in one country or have you expanded? Since I did, you are, you've made some progress in YC. You got into a separate to YC and you raised some small, some good money, some good money, Simon. Right, so which it's somewhere it's somewhere there in the news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So all of the, the, you raised yeah. a million dollars. So what is what? Which countries are you currently starting off this? Or Nigeria, this Nigeria. Okay, yeah. and we are, and we are live in Nigeria with with customers. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fantastic, man. Yeah. So this seems to be a very technical product. This is basically a whole sense, and we're going to talk about that, right? But let's just go into your rollout booking i know we are switching completely different industries mm. but you, you that's your life simeon so this is not my yeah. life so this is your life yeah. so what are you doing a booking what is booking if someone who's never heard of booking what is booking yeah. basically yeah yeah so now i'm going to say the biggest <laughs> it is the biggest <laughs> online travel agency in the world uh, -huh. uh the reason i said it was number two was i was talking in terms of market capitalization uh -huh. but indeed we we are the the um, the biggest uh, online travel company. So basically, we let you find hotel rooms, um, igloos, three houses, apartments anywhere in the world. And uh, we offered that services in thirty nine different languages. And what I've been doing at Booking is um, focusing on our yeah customer experience internal tooling with a focus on payouts and um yeah when you have like money problems so mm. I, i'm um, I, I work with a team that makes make sure that our processes allows us to resolve those issues so just imagine it was taking you 30 days to get your money back and now it takes you a day because you have it in your in your booking wallet um so that's that's a lot of the work that I've been doing, and in recent uh, months, or in let's say for the past year and a half, this is where the overlap comes in. I've also been switching my focus a bit to focus on uh, how we adopt the cloud. Mm. Wait, so which is also what yeah. do you mean? How you adopt the cloud? Isn't Booking.com literally? <laughs> so we're a massive company. I don't know how. So I need to be careful because. 
I don't know how much information is out there, yeah. but you can assume that we have our own data centers. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Oh, so sure. then adopting the cloud looks different than oh. it is for a startup without any infrastructure. Ah, uh, okay, I get you. Yeah. I totally understand you. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Um, <clears throat> so you clearly are in two different sections and clearly talented because these are two different industries in you. But there, I see some overlaps because you're still working on payments on one end and you're building a payment solution on the other end, right? So I would ask you for your years of experience, right? In that regard, right? Um, how do you build great products, Simon? <laughs> right? If I was a startup right now and I had this amazing idea, like I had, I wanted to build Anchor. Right. Okay. Anchor is a bit technical. I mean, I just wanted to change the beauty industry. Right. And I had a semi good team, very talented. We had built up, we probably have our own, like, let's say some small money. We wanted to build a small MVP that makes sense that we can get our first money. What, how would you go on about if you were to start? I know, I know it's yeah. a bit hard to think about that, but if you were to start right now, how would you do it based on all yeah. the experience you've figured right now? How would you do it? Yeah, I think the first thing is accepting that you would not do everything perfectly at the first, like at the, at the first time. Mm. And also realizing that there's no perfect. Mm-hmm. You just have done. Uh, so then the focus is really to get things done. Mm. You need to be clear on what you want to get done. I know that it sounds so trivial. Mm. But even between two people, it is really interesting. So I I focus on communicating and extracting what are we going to get done. So I, now I tend to ask more questions, more prompting questions, annoying questions, <laughs> just so that we're clear on what we want I, to get done. I understand what you're saying. I think yeah. they call it, uh, what's the feature creep, right? Where people just keep adding things. Yeah. and add in before they launch say so, because it has to be perfect is that what you say yeah so once <laughs> i get once i get what we want to build out of you i defend it once once <laughs> more things are coming i'll be like nope no we just need to focus on what we want to build and do it and get it out then learn from it so which is also a, a big thing that i've learned over the uh, last couple of years one of the biggest uh yeah experimenters in the world is booking.com so experiments are a big part of how work is done. Mm-hmm. So it's all about learning. Mm-hmm. And it, so just you you get something out, then you learn from it. Uh, and that's, that's, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Now, talking about experiments, right? So now you, let's say we've actually decided what we're going to build, right? When is the right time to sell? Because I was building a company and sometimes it felt embarrassing to show what I was building, right? I don't know if you understand, right? So, I know, I know. Like, you know, for mine was a B2B, right? And not B2C, yeah. sometimes you can wing it. But yeah. how am I going to schedule a meeting with a whole company? And I know for a fact, <laughs> right? What I have is not great. So you're yeah. saying that I get done. But what? How? how soon should I reach out and say, hey, guys, what about giving us a shot, right? I'm not talking yeah. from a perspective of booking right now. Booking yeah. has a brand. They've done all of that, right? But yeah. I'm talking from someone just starting off. How yeah. soon is soon to just start and get that fast yes? Yeah. As soon as it does what you say it is doing. 
mm. irrespective of how it looks. Mm. So, okay. so could you repeat if that? You're consi- mm. As soon as it does what you said, it does. Mm. So that's why the what is important. So if we're transforming the beauty industry and we say our platform lets you try out various shades of lipstick on your picture, mm-hmm. as soon as a product does that, of course it can be better. Maybe it can only work on one picture. You know, yeah. maybe it can work on five pictures. Maybe the, uh, we can make it work on like five faces. As long as it works on one, it is doing what it said it, it does. Mm-hmm. You can start selling. <laughs> it, it can always be 20 faces. It can always be different skin tones. Just as long as it does what it says it does. Uh, okay. okay. That's that's because I didn't do that. <laughs> I messed it up. <laughs> I for sure nah, waited nah, for nah. everything. I for sure waited for everything. Now, now here's an interesting thing. What are some common mistakes? I know, I know we're going to talk about some common green flags you'd see when someone is building a great product. And one you've one one you've already said is that hey, they know what they're going to build, right? And two, right, they're not waiting for you to be perfect. As soon as it does what they say they would do, right, they go and sell it, right? Um, what other thing? Maybe give us two more, and then we go to maybe when some mistakes people make when they're trying to build products. What are yeah. other, other green flags that you kind of do in terms of the foundations? We're talking about foundations of yeah. a good product, yeah. right? So yeah. you have what? You have soon as it works, you sell. What else is there? So this is a personal bias. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just putting it out there. I want to m- make money. I want to be involved in the transfer of value. You don't want to change the world, Simeon? Uh, changing the world requires money. <laughs> I make a lot of contributions, you know, to causes that I care about. And I know bringing mm-hmm. change costs. <laughs> so I, I am just one of those people that believes that you should be involved in the transfer of value. Mm-hmm. So the companies that I've worked for are always involved in transferring value. And it is not imaginary. It is always real real value. Mm-hmm. So that is just a personal thing. Because I your product is for me should be an extension of the real world and it should uh connect with people in a certain sense. So yeah. You mean a monetary sense? In a monetary sense, yeah. So it has to make money, in other words. That's what you're saying. It has to be involved <laughs> in the transfer of value. Value. Monetary monetary value. Not Mon- in a, not I don't know, like not not extrapolated, <laughs> you know, not attention, not no. Money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What what is another one? Give us four. Give us the last one. Four. Yeah. What is so four? one more. Yeah, one more. So this will go to the team because mm-hmm. uh, I talked about this earlier mm-hmm. and uh, it's something that I first experienced at, at MEST mm-hmm. and that is like mm, just meeting people that think different. Maybe mm-hmm. because of where they were born, uh, mm-hmm. maybe because of what they were trained to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I've worked with MSDs, like uh, managers of software development that were chefs. You know? So and diversity is supposed to be a strength, but sometimes can become an impediment, right? Yeah. And so, but so uh, it can become an impediment, um, but if there's no common thread, and mm. uh, one way of having a common thread is to have uh, to define a value. 
So for some companies, you know, the value is maybe openness. And in some way, it, it is exclusive because you are not including those people that are not open. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> diversity for me, uh, yeah, in various terms, not just in, the, including the color of your skin, your gender, your religious beliefs, mm. it, it unlocks it, it unlocks a lot. Yeah. So basically, the values are the common thread that holds people together, right? Hello, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now, what are some things you shouldn't do, right? If you're trying to lay the foundation of building, we're talking on the product sense, right? So this is not, a, yeah. But you can, we can also delve into business. What are some things you shouldn't do? But I think you've already kind of hinted on them already, right? Um, yeah. Waiting to be perfect. Um, selling, yeah, waiting to be perfect. Also, not going after money, according to you, and yeah. also not setting out values, right? Uh, yeah. from the go, right? So, what are some things like? Let's say you have had failures before, right? What would yeah. you say are some things you did so wrong, right? And you look back and you're like, what? You know, if I had a chance again, this is where this went wrong. What are some of those things for you? I yeah, it's, it, I'm trying not to answer with the answers I previously used, mm. but I will try not to proactively not make mistakes. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, you end up not doing a lot of things uh, that you can learn from. So a lot of times, um, because of my personal bias, I assume that this is going to be the outcome and I don't do it. So, mm. and most of the times in your founding team, you don't have a lot of people, you don't have a team, you don't have the diversity. Mm. So you need to keep yourself in check. I know this might fail. I know this is, might not work, but I'm going to do it. So that's, that's actually, see, man, I, I know it's a bus, but that's actually a bus is very smart people, right? Because then I, I, that's just for my point. Like someone knows so much, right? That they already form conclusions before they even try them out, right? Yeah. Like this one don't work out. I'm not doing that, right? Yeah. And sometimes that's why they say ignorance is bliss because they go ahead that's and true. try and, oh my God, it worked. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. No one told them it wouldn't work. So that's something, yeah. that's an interesting thing. Okay. I never thought about it that way. All right. Uh-huh. Another thing? Or oh, is, is that all? Um, this is also um, focused on... It's, it's something similar, but uh, regarding people. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't always assume that, um, that people are not on the same page as you. They might be on the same page as you, but a few paragraphs back or a few paragraphs forward. Mm. And with time, you can sync. So whose role is it to put people on the same page? Because that's usually the goal, right? Everyone is on the same page and moving at least in the same direction, might not be the same speed, right? But so that's what you're saying, is it? Like people might be moving the same direction, but not on the same speed. Isn't that like a detriment in that regard? Shouldn't you be going with people on the same speed as you? And you would lack the diversity. Mm. And so you tend to, you you pick all the people that can do this and 
you end up with like a, I don't know, like some inbred. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I get, I get what you're yeah. saying. Like because too similar yeah. the same thing, right? Yeah. And surprisingly, one of the like most talented developers that I have worked with and learned from, it it just it just doesn't communicate as well as I would like to. But I learned so much from him by just like looking through his eyes. Mm. And, uh, you know, yeah, because I'm one of those people that tries to do things like think like really fast, yeah, like always. But now I'm valuing more that, oh, maybe I ruled that out too quickly. Maybe I should have worked with this person because now they're doing something, you know, super. Super interesting. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So you're saying the turtle wins the race eventually. I'm saying the turtle wins some races. Okay, okay. <laughs> totally good. That's totally good. So Simeon, um, um I, I love the aspect of I totally agree with most of the points you point in, some a bit introspective, right? But okay. I'm talking to someone maybe who is a developer who desires to be well-rounded, forming their own companies, working at greater great companies like Booking.com, also basically contributing to the continent. Because I kind of always knew you had a real passion for the continent, and you that's how you contribute your talents, right? What and is it? Are there insights or paths that led you to where you are, or? What what would you sell to someone who's at the ground zero, right? That Simon was in university. What what steps or would you encourage? I know it's not always perfect. Your journey is yeah. as unique as anyone else, but yeah. what steps did you find insightful to help you at least get to a point where you're working on such interesting projects or working with such interesting people? Yeah. So I would approach this uh, the way I always do. And just see yourself as a product. And mm. the startup of you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, that book is good. Read Hoffman, people. Read Hoffman, the startup of you is one amazing book. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I'll just pick one trait that I don't know how I came about it, but I do have it. Mm-hmm. And it's resilience or maybe grit. Maybe it's from watching too much anime, man. Because my... my favorite characters are, they are always like getting back up. <laughs> And underdogs, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and because because the truth is you have to learn and relearn, mm. and you would always have that block of oh I'm not getting this you need to push through, mm-hmm. you know you you are going to be walking on your features and it's oh it's not working yet, what did I miss you mm. need to push through, mm. things are breaking in production you need to push through people mm. are not buying you need to push through, and mm. of course you can push through and still fail then do something totally new. But mm. it's Push a trait that that you can't do without. Mm. Uh, and of course, you need to do it within LD boundaries, you know, in a safe environment as well. What do you mean by that? Uh, ju- just not pushing yourself to you, you know, you can't move at all anymore. Mm. Uh, so take breaks, uh, find something you like. Like I learned to play the guitar, to play the piano, just singing and making music, just Yo, man, and you can sing. I think it's a Nigerian thing, guys. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I can't sing to save my life. <laughs> so it's good. But, but, you, but you go running. Yeah, you go hiking. You do your thing, bro. 
So I do, I do. No, no, yeah. I, I always believed, honestly, when you, you're very right, because mental health was something people don't talk about, but as an entrepreneur, man, it's a real struggle. It's kind of, it's, it feels, you know, uh, someone, Will Smith described it very well in his book, right? When things are not going well, it's like someone pushed you down a hill, right? And you're not stopping, yeah. <laughs> right? So all you can do is wait for the hill, <laughs> the, the the rolling to stop. Yeah. And sometimes it feels that way, especially when you're running companies. So one thing you probably should be very intentional about is how you get your mind space to the right place, right? Yeah. How, what, what works for you. For me, is going to the forest, doing anything outdoors, linking up with people. I get my energy to that. Some people are totally different, right? So, but I was very intentional with that. And I think that's always something I always liked about you. I mean, you posted some songs here and there. I don't know if they were yours or not, but I always saw that. But... <laughs> no, but, but it's pretty good. So any other parting shots um, that you'd like to leave viewers as we close off the show today? No. No. Okay, it's all good, guys. You've gotten enough wisdom today. Guys, be okay. Yeah. No, okay, maybe, maybe yeah. Um I'll just say, you know, walk together. Just walk with people. Yeah. Uh talk to people. Oh. Even when even when you don't walk with people, just talk talk to people. Be right. open. Yeah. Yeah. So Simon, um, one thing, this is a question for you from me, right? What are you excited about right now? Like in regards to whatever you're trying to work on, what what really gets you out of bed and you excited that, you know, uh, dreams like dreams are possible futures, right? What is really exciting to see me on career right now as you're moving forward with these two very very interesting career trajectories that you have? What is really getting you out of bed right now? Like a lot of my answers, it's always focused on on me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. At the moment, I am just really glad with my breadth of experience because I'm a full stack developer. I'm not super into, you know, one part of the stack. And, I, and I've worked with a lot of different people. And so now I'm just like, I'm glad that I can have like those top level conversations. Mm. So, and that's what I'm like super pumped about. Okay. And yeah. And bringing value to yeah a, a bit more difficult problems and by utilizing uh, human resources because mm-hmm. at the start it was just about me you know mm-hmm. how can i be the best you know how can i be among the best what can i do so but now it's it's more about oh how can we make use of what we have the best mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty interesting that's pretty interesting yo guys you had the man simeon o right <clears throat> dropping us the gems right so we are super excited this is actually the last episode of this series so very Simon Simon thank you so much for allowing to close off this series with that the build and banter yeah the build and banter show will be coming up in season two with so many exciting guests uh so many amazing entrepreneurs so many people working in product and we'll bring those conversations to you and we keep the conversation going and also showing how great products is impacting the lives of Africans across the continent. So stay tuned. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>